Taco Bell coming out and saying they now have a hotel? What? Have my dreams and prayers been answered? This week in gaming history, Sony and Microsoft, are they really joining forces? We'll talk about that. An exploit on Intel Max. Adobe may sue your ass if you're not careful. A big discussion on my E3 2019 predictions. I talk about the big three. A laptop that's currently bid up to $700,000. What? That, and if you can believe it, much, much more. Coming up on this episode of Heine House Live, this is episode 11. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in. Let's go. Welcome to Heine House Live, a podcast about the exciting and ever-changing world of gaming and technology. Heine House Live is available on iTunes, yeah. Spotify, yeah. Stitcher, yeah. or wherever else you, you listen, listen to podcasts. podcasts. For all other info, including links to our community Discord, huh. live video feed, yeah. episode archive, mm. and a whole host of other great, great entertainment, entertainment, please visit HoneyHouse.com, you dirty bitch. Yes, yes, yes. For fuck's sake. I don't know what the fuck I'm reading. Ladies and gentlemen, hello. How are you doing? Welcome back to Heine House Live. Welcome back to the podcast slash webcast. The show where we talk about everything gaming, technology. We talk about the highs and the lows of what's going on this week. What's been happening out there. And uh, we talk about other shit, too. You know, we kind of go off the rails. We go ham. I tell some stories because I'm, you know, kind of crazy that way. And I like to share and shed some light on some things. And uh, what else do we do? Oh, we we uh, hang out with the community, very much community-driven. We got Discord and we've got social media. We've got a bunch of great stuff you can tune in and take part in and join and hang out with us. Uh, this is episode 11 We've now moved on. You know, we're in double digits now. We're feeling good. We're feeling happy. And uh, everything is going very smoothly. So that is nice. Um, when are we recording this? May 19th, 2019. And uh, you want to get at us? Here's how you take part real quick. Social media. You can get on the old Facebooker, the uh, Twatter, or the Instagram. Just go ahead and take a look on there. At Heine House. H-E-I-N-E house you can look us up there we want to send an audio question you know how to do it record yourself on your phone your computer however have you maybe a talk boy haven't got a talk boy submission yet haven't got that cassette in the mail yet still still waiting for that but record yourself and email it over to me heinehouselive at gmail.com i'd be happy to get you on the air and get your questions answered i love hanging out and talking with you guys you always have great questions i appreciate that um of course the show is 100% supported and funded. It's alive. It's here. I'm here right now doing this because of these amazing people you see on your screen right here. Round of applause. Thank you so much, everyone. I appreciate it. And also, we are welcoming, because we're going to do another round of applause. We are welcoming. You see, might see down there, bottom right, we have a new person there, Mr. Raging Bull. Yes. <laughs> God, I love that. Yes, Mr. Raging Bull. In fact, this guy's been he's been a um a longtime friend and fan listener, uh, all gen gamers days and even um, you know, into the the new the new world. Uh Mr. Young Dolphin, as he's better known, the young dolph, Mr. Mr. Wind in my sails. 
He's a he's a fantastic guy. Thank you so much for your support, Mr. Raging Bull. And thank you so much for being here. Joining the party packed tier. Very nice. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah, and then lastly, if there's anything else that you're looking for or you want to take part in the Heine House here, guess where? Heinehouse.com. Y'all know it. I am so excited. I'm like, I'm on like cloud nine. I'm buzzing because I've been working a lot on music. You guys know I'm a musician, producer, and I have been working on some new music. Uh, and I released it this this week, which is great. Been working a lot on putting together an LP, which will happen. And I guess I haven't really announced it or talked about it. So I've kind of given exclusive shit right here. Clue, DJ Clue, exclusive shit right here. So a uh, new album coming out probably July or August sometime. That's when it's slated to be. I'm about 60% done with it. So I have some more work to do. In fact, a lot of work. I have some songs I have nothing on them that I still need to work on. But um, you all know about my medical situation. It was actually three months. I'm recording this three months to the day. To the day, folks, that I had my medical situation happen. And uh, my whole world got turned upside down. So, like, this is really, like, here I am. Like, I feel good. I'm here. You know, everything's good, man. You know, so I can't, I'm just, I'm just really thankful for so many things. And uh, really thankful for you guys for listening and being here and, and supporting and just showing love and support. And that's what I do as a musician. That's what everyone who's a musician or whoever's creative, you, you're supposed to, this is tough because I, I go around and around with this and I've, I've, I fought this for a long time is I really fantasize and romanticize about the music and the art that I create. And sometimes I do that so much that I, I won't actually release music. I won't actually release it because I get really attached to it. And sometimes I feel like, oh, will people even really care? Or will, will people even be receptive? Or will they understand this? You know, like I'm really doing something different. I'm going out on a limb. That's, that's a problem that I have that I'm really I'm overcoming. And this was really, really profound for me this time releasing this. The last, the last album I released was in 2015 was Horizon Shift, the OST for the video game that's on Steam. And that was amazing. It was, you know, definitely for that specific thing. But personal album, 2012 was when I released uh, Nothing's Forever. So a lot has happened. A lot has changed. And it just felt really good to get this out. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this for... Everyone out there who is a creative being, everyone out there who is a person who who creates something, wears their heart on the sleeve, or somebody who really, really takes what they do serious, just understand that if you have the God-given gift to create and to be creative and do something like that, and if you are at all able to help inspire people or move people or even spark a little tiny flame in someone. If you're able to do that and, and change somebody, like help them overcome something, like you should be doing that, right? Because it feels really good. And I, again, I'm just me. I'm just average old normal Jason. I'm no one special, right? But the fact that I can create music and I release it and some people write in and say, hey, you know what? I actually connected with this. Like, this shit made sense to me. This comes at a I, this comes at a good time. This actually made me think of this time, and it helped me over... Like, those are comments I've had the last four days from releasing this song, which is called Breathe. And that means so much to me. And honestly, if one person writes in and says, hey, you helped me through a moment. You helped me through this time when I was, I was fucked up. 
and you were there. You may not know you were there, but you were there. Like, that means so much to me. Because, again, who the fuck am I? I'm just a normal, average Joe. I'm no one special. So to have that and to be able to help someone, just it makes me feel so good. So, again, I love you guys. Thank you guys so much. Thank everyone for uh, for listening to the song, for, for taking part. And I know I'm just like talking about it. I'm going to play the music video for you right now. If you're on the if you're on YouTube watching the video feed, you're going to see the music video. Of course, if you're on the audio feed, uh, when you get home tonight or whatever, check it out. Uh, it's on YouTube, and it's it's a it's a single off the the new album. The new album is called Hindsight, H E I N dash sight. See the play on the word there, which is very very fitting because for the last like three years, definitely like. If you, if you go look at what hindsight means, you know, if it's seeing something for what it's worth and understanding it, getting a, an understanding of it after the fact, man, it's like my life for the last like four or five years. My God. I'm going to play the music video for you right now. The song is called Breathe, and I really hope you guys enjoy it. That's the uh, Patreon slide, just so you know.
And that, ladies and gentlemen, is my new song. It's called Breathe. A little kind of a jazzy, kind of down-tempo, kind of chill-hop type sound, you know, kind of going with that that nice kind of uh, open feel. I don't know, you know, I, I, when the doctors told me I had to take a month off, actually, they wanted me to take longer off of work and just relax and recuperate. I was like, all right, well, what am I going to do spending this time here? Well, I just started writing, just started writing, and I created that song during that month I was off. So uh, it's available right now. You can go stream it, and I please, please do. I encourage you to go check it out on whatever streaming platform you use. Um, it's on the big ones right now, Google Play, it's on YouTube, it's on Spotify, it's on Amazon, I believe, and it was going to hit like 50 more uh, in the next coming weeks. So check it out, and I really, really appreciate it. I also have the full um, the full quality um, version available on my website, uh, heinyhouse.com, so check it out. And look forward to that full album. It's coming July, August. Hindsight, how about that? Thank you guys for your support. I appreciate that. You know, I told you, hey, when I'm working on music, when I'm doing something, I'm being creative, this is my show, and I'm going to play it. I'm going to promote it. I'm going to talk about it. And I think it's uh, it's just a great platform to do that, and I love it. And uh, I appreciate it. I've been doing music a long time. How about we get into some news? Let's talk about some gaming. Let's talk about some tech. We have a huge episode. I'm already 17 minutes in. Ooh, wait, this is exciting. We're going to be down to the buzzer like a basketball game. Here we go. So guess what? We heard recently that Taco Bell, in fact, even Big Nell, my dad, was telling me about it. He's like, hey, Jay, did you hear about Taco Bell? So funny. Word is getting out. Evidently, Taco Bell is opening up a taco-themed hotel in Palm Springs, California. Fucking sign me up, bruh. Where is it? Where's bruh? Sign me up. Uh, Yeah, screw Disneyland. Mm -mm. Dude, take me to Taco Bell land staying at Taco Bell. Hotel and resort will also feature a gift shop which will offer exclusive Taco Bell apparel. Also be an on-site salon which will offer Taco Bell inspired nail art and hairstyle options. Hairstyle options? Bro, look at my head. I never getting that. <laughs> no, but seriously though. So Taco Bell, if you go to their website, they do have uh, a merch shop. They have merchandise and they have like fucking awesome like sauce packet, pillows and all kinds of shit. I'm like, "Man, man, I want it. You've got mail." I want it, but it's kind of expensive to be honest. Uh, no mind. Sometime when they open up, we're planning a trip. We got to get out there. We got to stay the night at the Taco Bell Hotel. I think that's pretty fucking awesome it's awesome mate are you guys ready to do uh should we do this week in gaming history what do you want to do should we do this week this whack should we do this whack in gaming history first i think so this week in gaming history all right we're gonna do the weeks of uh may 19th through may 25th and folks if you're new to the show this is the time when i talk about video game release dates and um, they correspond with the week that this show is going to be out. It's a weekly show. Uh, and so it's, uh, it's functional for that. It's so funny. I, I remember talking about the Saturn and all these great things last week. And then I started to see like Kotaku and all these places posting about, oh, the Saturn was released uh, this day. And I'm just like, oh, man, yeah, that's right. You know, I remember talking about it and then uh, everyone going apeshit over it. Um, 
So it's good. It's fun. It's a lot of fun to do. So let's start off May 19th. Oh, goodness. I'm going to let me get my oof ready. In 2008, we fit. The piece of hardware that everyone fucking bought and never used. <laughs> Seriously, though, like when we go out to Goodwill, Steph and I see them everywhere. And we say to ourselves, like, you know, we could build like a whole walkway with these fucking things. And we do. We want to build like a whole walkway of just we balance boards. I think it'd be hilarious. <laughs> that will be in our house someday. In 2014, Wolfenstein, the new order on PC was released. Great game. Those are fantastic. I, I played through that one. I really liked it. Steph got that for me for Christmas in 2015, I believe, and played through that. A lot of fun. In 2015, The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt on Xbox One, PS4, and Macintosh. May 20th, moving on to the next day, in 1994, Alien vs. Predator in the arcade was released. Ooh, nice. We got an arcade game in here. Is this the first? Oh, no, no, no. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop the applause. Stop it. Stop it. We had a dig dug. Sorry. Hold, hold, hold the applause. Sorry. In 2002, Grand Theft Auto 3 on PC was released. Mm-hmm. Great game. And on May 20th in 2013, Resident Evil Revelations on PC was released. Moving on to the next day, May 21st in 2013, Fast and Furious Showdown on P Xbox 360 and PS3, one of the fucking worst racing games ever made. Stop it. Stop it. Get, get, get some help. We really need some help. Uh, Want to talk about it because, uh, yeah, it's really a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. uh, 2013, Ratchet Dreadlocked, which is they're part of that's part of the uh, Ratchet and Clank series there on PS3. God, 2013. Holy shit. Where's the time gone? And uh, 2018 Slipstream on PC. Do you guys remember that one? That was that indie uh, Kickstarter game, which looks super 80s, very, uh, very retro 80s, like Miami Vice style. And it has like outrun style drifting. And um, yeah, you race around and like, um, um, like Mitsubishi's and well, they're not licensed vehicles, but they look just like them, like the 300, uh, uh, ZX or whatever, 300 Z and a bunch of others. Check it out. Slipstream. Really, really cool game. Uh, I did back that on Kickstarter back in the day. Uh, it's on steam May 22nd. Moving on to the next J ladies and gentlemen in 2000 perfect dark on N64 winner winner. We loved it. Played, played that a lot. I don't think we played it as much as Goldeneye because Goldeneye was just, you know, Goldeneye. But Perfect Dark, you know, to get that from the same team, the same people, like, yeah, it was the bomb. And uh, I liked it. The guns were good in that game, too. Uh, 2001, Red Faction on PS2, the original Red Faction. I think ultimately the best Red Faction, too. I'll go on record and say it. I'll say it. You don't have to. I'll say it. Played the fucking shit out of that game. With the, um, no, 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 Do we use multi-tap on that one? No, I don't think we did. We played two play. Well, I know we did deathmatch. That, that game, I played with my cousin D, and there wasn't, uh, there wasn't squad-based or team deathmatch. It was just deathmatch. So what we'd do is we'd, we'd group up. We, like, we'd find each other on the map and then run around and kill, like, bots together <laughs> and not try to shoot each other. Friendly fire! 
Um, and that was in 2001. Moving forward a few years, <laughs> 2018, <laughs> Mega Man Legacy Collection and uh, Mega Man Legacy Collection 2 on the Switch. Nice. <laughs> Nintendo nice. Switch. You know, my daddy, he used to tell me a game, taught me a game, it's called Switch. Nice. Premises the game is you stick one finger in your mouth. Nice. Perfect. And then shook your other finger in your mouth. Nice. And then when he says go your switch. Winner. Nice. Where did I leave off? Oh yeah, Mega Man. Yeah. <laughs> Great game. Great game. And uh, I know everyone was pissed off about the first game came on the actual cartridge and then the other game was just a DLC code. But you know what? I was I was that guy too. I was kinda like, you know what? Fuck this. And then um yeah, it's not really a big deal. It's kind of nice to have uh, all your games on there digitally. Oh, dare I say? Shit. Shit, Jason. 2018, State of Decay 2 on PC. You guys play that one? I haven't played that one yet. It's on my, it's on my list. It's on my Santa's wish list. The Christmas list. Moving on to the next day, May 23rd. In 2000, Nightmare Creatures 2 on the PlayStation 1. The old PS1. How about 2010? Super Mario Galaxy 2 on Wii. Remember that one? Great game. Great game. Uh, never did complete those ones, though. What's wrong with me? Jason. God, idiot. God, for fuck's sake. Oh, fuck. For fuck's sake. In 2016. Wow. Okay. May 23rd, 2016. Holy shit. Has it really been three years? Wow, it has. Overwatch. On PC, PS4, and Xbox One. It's high noon. You're not my dad. Are you my dad? <laughs> In 2018, Dark Souls Remastered on PC. Wow, the, wow, that was last year. Holy shit. I forgot about that. Good stuff. Moving on to the next day, folks. May 24th. In 1996, Metal Slug. The original Metal Slug on Neo Geo. Rocket Launcher. Rocket Launcher. Every machine gun. Iron Lizard. Drop Shot. Rocket Launcher. In 2004, Mario vs. Donkey Kong on Game Boy Advance. Hmm. Who would win? Who would win? Who has the bigger Kong dong? Who has the bigger dong? Well, Donkey Kong. Duh. 2018, Nintendo Switch Blood Stained. Curse of the Moon. That's pretty cool. Good game. I never played it, but I heard it's great. And, uh... What else? That's it for that day. Last day, May 25th. You ready? On PC, 2004. Thief. Deadly Shadows. And 2010. And on PlayStation 3, Mod Nation Racers. Remember that game? I remember seeing that at PAX back in the day. Holy shit, that's so long ago. 
wow, 2010? No, because I went 2011. They must have still been there. Did Mod, Mod Nation Racers 2 come out the year after? Maybe that's the one I'm thinking about. Because if that came out in 2010, no, I didn't go to PAX in 2010. Anyway, my, my brain's, uh, I'm losing. I'm getting old, folks. I'm getting old. I'm losing, losing my mind. Harold, what do I do with this Wi-Fi? My phone has been telling me to connect to the Wi-Fi for the last four hours. Harold, what do I do with the Wi-Fi, Harold? Do I connect to the Wi-Fi? Do I touch the Wi-Fi? Harold, what do I do with the Wi-Fi? Harold? Hello? Harold, are you there? Harold! Help me with this Wi-Fi. <laughs> All right. The last one here in 2019. No way. This is wrong. No, this is wrong. This is probably like 2009. I better yell at Steph for this one. She wrote on here 2019 blur on PC. Blur did not come out in 20. Should I should I shoot? The hey Steph, you wrote down here blur 2019. Yeah, I'm gonna yell at her even though she did all the work for me. What kind of an asshole am I? Isn't that it's 2009, right? I think so. We don't know. You know what? Here's no. Here's we're gonna fix it on May 25th. At some year, at some point, <laughs> someday in the future, no, in the past, see, I don't even know what I'm talking about. It came out for PC, PS3, and Xbox 360. And it is a fantastic racing game. You really should play that. I love that one a lot. You have a nice hybrid kind of cart, almost cart racer style with power ups and stuff. She's looking it up. She's right here looking it up. Why did. Do you need help connecting to the Wi-Fi? 2010. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. I don't get paid yeah, we don't pay. Join Patreon and help support. <laughs> help support this bullshit that we can't figure out. It's okay. I, I love you so much because she's, I tell her every time, you know, she sits down and she writes a lot of the articles and puts together stuff to try to help me out during the weeks. So if it sucks, you can blame me. So if it sucks, you can blame her, but just blame me. We can't. We don't want to bite the hand that feeds us, even though I just ripped her arm off. No, thank you, Steph. I love you. It's perfect. It was great. That's it. This week in gaming history. Round of applause. Let's give it up for Steph. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, winner. You know it. You know it. Uh, moving right along. Let's go. Let's hit up some gaming news. Super Mario Maker 2. The big N dropped a, a bombshell on us with this. And uh, we kind of knew about it because they're going to talk about it at E3 and stuff like that. But, okay, I have to come clean with you guys. I'm going to be honest. I heard about it, and I was like, over it. Straight over it. So we have the first one. I've played it maybe, I don't know, not even an hour. I'm just, why? Why? What's wrong with me? Can somebody please? No, don't answer that. <laughs> I don't want to have a fucking Bible, a Bible-sized booklet of what's wrong with me. Yeah, I'll get the most interaction yet. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Tell me what's wrong with me. Please tell me. Please, man. No, but okay. So Mario Maker Two. I'm. I was totally over it. I'm sitting there going, I'm fucking. I don't care. Steph goes, Jason, get in here. Look at the video. I'm like, ah, okay. I was planning on going in and going to sleep. I went in there, I laid down, she starts the video, it's like 19 minutes long, I'm like, for fuck's sake, I'm not going to sit here for, for 19 minutes and watch this. 
it starts going, it starts playing, and I'm starting to watch it, and I'm instantly intrigued. Why? Because of all the different Mario games that they have in there. Super Mario World, Super Mario um, 3, the first Mario, uh, New Super Mario Brothers. They have all these all these games in there. They have like the addition, like Night Mode, just a whole bunch of extra shit. And I'm freaking out because I'm sitting there going, wait, what the fuck am I watching? It looks so cool, right? Um, because I'm coming from the first one where I, I thought it was cool. It was a nice concept, but I really wasn't impressed enough to like keep coming back. Am I alone in this? It's okay if I am. I mean, I love Mario games, obviously, but I don't know. I just, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't grasp the Mario maker and I loved it. I thought it was cool, but I'm not going to sit there and spend an hour making a map and then sharing it. And then no one's going to see it. And I'm not going to play it. You know, it was like, whatever. It was kind of lukewarm for me, but now they have a story mode as well, which is fantastic. Super interested. And then I ins- I was like sitting there laying down, like drooling out of my mouth, like, what? And I'm watching it. And then I'm like, whoa. I sat up, started watching it. Um, they added, let's see, they added Super Mario from the 3DS. All right. So all those models are in there now. Um, they have the original Mario, Mario 3, the Super, uh, Super Nintendo, Mario World. And uh, yeah, this is really cool. So they're going to be adding co-op play as well. Whoa. Big win. Winner. Uh, so you'll team up with a, a player, local couch co-op, and you'll compete and complete levels. Even in some cases, having like a race to, to see who can get to the finish first. I think this is amazing. Um, so they added the story mode. It's basically like rebuilding Peach's castle from getting coins in the courses. Why does it take coins? Why does it take money to rebuild our castle? Why don't we get out cinder blocks and wood? No, it takes money. Takes the big gold coin, Mario. Winner. And uh, they've added a bunch of new mechanics. Uh, dry bone shell, which lets you glide on lava or hide from enemies. You can kind of like, duck and go into it. Kind of hide there for a little bit. Um, they added some auto-scroll levels. Hey, I mean, who really wants that? Nobody wants auto-scroll. Everyone hates auto-scrollers, Nintendo. You know that. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Get some help. And, um, yeah, Mario, uh, Cat Mario's in there, and they added a vehicle, a car. Meep, meep. So you can cruise around. How about that? So, yeah, anyway, I'm going to come clean with you guys. Like, I was, like, not interested in it at all, and I'm seeing it, and I'm going, holy fuck, this could even be, like, an eSports game. There's some competition going on. Yeah, so I, I stand corrected. That may be a day one. That may just be a day one. Some uh, new info about Steam, the Steam Link. You guys remember? Uh, you know what Steam Link is. I talked about this in an earlier episode. Uh, but the Steam Link app finally comes to iOS. Yes, that's right. For whatever reason, Apple kind of, uh, I don't know if they turned them down or just denied them at first to let them maybe go back and recode it or add to Apple's strict rules and guidelines. I don't know. I don't know the backstory on that, but it was on Android first. You could get it there, and uh, now you can on iOS, which is really cool. So now, what's really cool about this feature, and people are like, well, what's Steam Link? What do you do? It allows you to play your Steam games and access your Steam library on your phone or your iPad or tablet or Apple TV. Those are the big three for Apple. You can do this already on your Android phone, but now you can do it on your uh, iDevices. Pretty cool. And to top it off, if you have the Steam controller, you can use the Steam controller to play all your games 
from there. So you can basically leave your computer on, go into bed, lay down, pop open your phone, launch the uh, the Steam Link app, and have access to your library and play your games while laying in bed uh, with that apparatus that you have around your neck. Steph, can I have that apparatus? I really got to show everyone needs to see this apparatus. Please, I'm sorry for all for everyone listening. I mean, I'm not sorry that you're listening to the audio feed because I love you, but you need to go back to around 36 minutes of the show. Make a mental note. Write it down in your uh, Palm Trail, your Palm Pilot. Write it down that I'm going to show you a device that you need. I wish they were sponsoring the episode. You need this device in order to play your Steam Link while laying in bed. This is the fuck. Okay. There we go. There we go. This is what you need. This is what I call, this is the, uh, I branded this as myself. If you want one, it's, you go to my website. It's the Jason Heine Reach Around. It allows you to uh, reach around and get stuff here. All right. Here we go. See, I got my, my iPhone in here. Look at that, folks. Look at that. Huh? Oh, man. I could be, I could be here. I could be here all night. Looks like I got a neck condition. <laughs> I'm going to do the rest of the show with this on. This is nice. In fact, I should put my iPad on this so that everyone can just, you know, it helps me out. Yeah, it's better when you lay in bed. You can fully adjust this. I don't know. You know, don't buy it. Don't buy this. But if you do, send me a dollar. All right, Steph, here you go. Thank you. But you could use the Steam link. Thank you. With the iDevices or your Android device. And uh, let her buck right there. Look at that. You can be totally nude, just laying in bed with that around your neck with your phone up there. Because you know what happens when you're laying in bed and you get your phone up here and you're looking at it and you drop it on your face and you go to work the next day with a black eye and you're like, then they're like, they pull you aside like HR's like, is everything okay at home? <laughs> you're like, my phone dropped on my face. Hmm, likely story. Then they're like, Harold, what do I do with this weefy? Then you have a whole other conversation. Folks, what do you guys think about this all-digital Xbox One X? Um, I know we've talked about this in the past a little bit, but we kind of have an issue. They're kind of in this weird like limbo stage because we have the Xbox One S that has the disc drive, right? And then we have the all-digital Xbox, and it doesn't have the disc drive. But the price points right now, well, this is actually, this news is only going to be relevant for a little bit because once they clear out all of the stock, all the old inventory of the Xbox ones with the disc drive, this will be irrelevant because all you're going to be able to get is the digital Xbox one or third party, uh, secondhand Xbox ones with the disc drive. Does that make sense? Are you guys following me? Okay. So $250 for the disc drive free version of the Xbox one S. And I don't think that's really that great of a deal. If you do some digging, which we did dig around, and we did find that some retailers like Walmart and Amazon, they are putting the, the disc version, Xbox One version, bundled with a few games, in fact. I mean, yeah, so, so what? Maybe it's a, a digital version of Minecraft, but it's okay. You still get a game or two, uh, and they're selling out for less than 250 bucks. In some cases, $214 is what we found. What? So... We kind of have an issue here. 
and like I said, this is only going to be relevant for a little while because Microsoft is sending out the new diskless, all digital versions. They're sending out the dickless ones. <laughs> it's the Xbox One S dickless. Can you say Xbox and disc? I, I'm, I, I already fucked up. I was starting to say it, and now all I can think about is dicks. So now, <laughs> just, I can't. It's just the dick version. The dick and the dickless version. <laughs> That's what you got. Um... So, yeah, so these retailers and, you know, they're trying to get rid of their stock. They're trying to get rid of their inventory because Microsoft is going to be shoving. Oh, I'm sorry, shipping. <laughs> the, yeah, you get your ass back in there. She's playing Diablo in there, but she's she's uh, she's out here because she heard she probably because she heard dicks. And so she's out here like. <laughs> Burr, what, Harold? What's the what's wrong with the Wii Fee? It's so big. Um. Okay. So yeah, what do you guys think about that? I think that it's um yeah, the prices is fucked. They're they're totally off. And I think it sucks that the the dickless version is more expensive. And I think it's too expensive. So they need to they need to bring their prices down. That's what I think. Um I don't know, man. I still think that we have an all digital future, and I don't think it looks great. And that's just the way it's going to be. Because storage mediums are going to get cheaper and cheaper. I mean, you can go and get like a five terabyte spinning drive right now for not a lot of money, right? And you can even find like one terabyte SSD drives, which is a, a quite a bit, you know, for what you want to do for a hundred, hundred and fifty. I mean, we've seen them recently. Black Friday, they go on sale, so it's like here we are. We're living this all digital, all digital world, and I don't know. I'm not really sold on it. I've got a Bob out here. I see him down there. Bobby's coming out. Bob, can you come say hi to everyone? No. Bob. See if I can get Bob up here. Come here, bud. He thought I had food. No, I don't. I smell like food, but I'm not food. <laughs> Big news about Nintendo Switch. Currently, right now. It has outsold the PS4 in Japan on total units. The PS4 has sold 8,077,756 units, while the Switch has sold 8,125,637 total units. Wow. Think about this. The PS4 has been out for three years longer than the Switch. Oh! Nice. Get some help. Stop it. I just shit on him with that. I wonder if this means that it will light a little fire up under Sony's ass. You know, to like resurrect something else or bring something else to the table. I mean, Vita, unfortunately, has gone down the drain, which was a really great console. I mean, hell, I thought the PSP was a great console. Great handheld. What are we talking about? I love the PSP. I don't know. We got some E3 news to talk about later, and I'll, I'll kind of get into that. I know they're going to be heavy on PS5, but maybe they'll do something else. I don't know. Not everything has been a hit. You know, a couple of the darts have missed the dartboard, if you know what I mean. A couple of tires have been left deflated, if you know what I mean. Sometimes... You don't always uh, find the toilet seat in the down position, if you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I know. Shut up. Get the fuck out of here. 
Get the fuck out of here. She knows what I mean. Go play Diablo. <laughs> Go play your Nintendo Switch. I'll teach you a game later. It's called Switch. All you need is two fingers and a little bit of time. We'll teach you later. Fuck out of here. Holy shit. Oh, fuck. Okay. Hey, what's going on with Sony and Microsoft, though? Speaking of Sony, we heard rumors that they may be teaming up. Why? Why? They're forming a partnership. This is real. This is real news. They are forming a partnership to do a streaming service. This is huge. Why aren't people talking about this? This is fucking massive news. Uh, Sony is wanting to use the Microsoft cloud service um, to help stream, what, games? It's got to be games. Uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. See, what's interesting is we have, if you can't beat them, join them, right? If you, and if you can't, if you can't, um, man, this is tough. This is a tough one because you have Google and you have Apple and you have Amazon and you have Netflix, right? And they're all streaming. And now we just have Disney. Disney just walked into like, hey, we're going to swing my dick in here for a little bit. Ha ha ha. Right? A little Mickey Mouse, Donald. <laughs> Donald going to come in there, swing his Donald dick around. We got a problem. So Sony and Microsoft see this and they're like, well, if we launch a service ourselves, we're going to lose already. They already know that they're not big enough to do it. But if they team up, maybe they have a chance. Do we really want Netflix and Apple and Amazon and Disney and all these streaming companies taking over the world? That's what's happening. So I think they see that. The writing's on the wall for them. So they said, okay, fuck it. Let's team up. That's what they've done. Um, they're going to be stepping up their gaming arena, maybe esports type stuff. Um, and from what we've read here, the details are very vague. So we don't have a whole lot. Again, everything I just talked about, that's kind of like my speculation of why they did it. But uh, they, they did go on record and say they will be working together on new semiconductors. Image sensors and artificial intelligence. Hmm. So maybe even some sort of hardware going to be going on, which is very, very cool. I think that's great. Fuck, I would love it. I would love it. Yeah, Lois. <laughs> All right, I'm going to hop right in. So I started making a list a little while ago because uh, I knew I want to talk about E3 because that is coming up next month. That's right around the corner. But what I wanted to do first is I wanted to make sure I played this audio question that I got uh, not that long ago, which was talking about E3, and it's from our good friend, Noli. Hey, Jason, this is Noli. Finally thought of a good audio question to send you guys. Thank you. Hmm, since E3 is coming in a few short months, I was wondering what your thoughts are about what game should we expect or... What should we expect from the big three? Should we expect something new, uh, some exclus new exclusives for the PlayStation? Um, what new details or maybe a release date for the supposed uh, new models for the Switch? And what about Microsoft? They've been really, really quiet recently, and the only news we had from them was the Halo collection. All right. So I would like to hear your thoughts and probably some games you expect to come out from the current conference is going to be shown in 
but me. Okay, thanks. And did a few retakes and you know changes <laughs> to the audio, so it was really hard for me to record this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and say hi to Steph and Bob for me, will you? Thanks. Thank you, Noli. Hey, hey, uh, Steph. Oh, she's in there playing. <laughs> hey, Steph. Noli says hi. She she says hi, Noli. And Bob, he gives you a bork. Thank you, Noli. Appreciate the audio question. I know you sent that in um, about a month ago. And uh, I started putting together some things for E3. And I wanted to kind of wait to see what other news would come out before I put together my final list. But uh, with that being said, with Noli's question out of the way, winner, winner. thank you. We're going to jump into my 2019 E3 predictions. So let's jump right in. Yes. Let's start with Microsoft, Noli, because you did say that Microsoft has been pretty quiet. Yes, they have. And I honestly feel like this is a really bad time for them right now to be doing anything, especially in the form of announcements uh, for this type of thing. I think they're in a weird spot because one, okay, let's put this in perspective. Get your drink, get your snacks. Let's sit down. Let's talk about this. Let's think about this for a second. Why is Microsoft in a funny position here? Well, because one, they're getting extreme pressure from Sony because Sony has already gone on record in saying PS5, PS5, PS5. They've already kind of hammered that home saying, this is what we're going to do. Here are some specs, da, 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 da. So is Microsoft ready to announce a new console yet? No, I don't think so. But here's the trick. Here's the catch. The PS4 and Xbox One is at the end of its life cycle. And when I say life cycle, I mean like every console usually lasts between five and seven years before we hear announcements or a new console gets announced. All right. So that doesn't mean it's dead in the water. I mean, fuck, I still play all my old school, all my old consoles. I played Wii Sports just the other day. You know, I fucking love it. But as far as retail and as far as the company is concerned, they will five, six, seven years before they announce and bring out a new one. So I say that that's what I mean by life cycle. And these, this current gen of systems is at that. Now, I'll talk about Nintendo in a minute, but as far as like how it relates to Microsoft, N- Nintendo is putting big pressure on them as well because the Switch is now finally taking off. All right? Remember the first year of the Switch? It was dead. You could go into any store and find one. No one was buying them because there were no games. But now there's games. And there's a shit ton of indies, which is a huge reason why it's so popular. The nindies, right? So... Microsoft's over here saying, well, what the fuck? We're not ready to announce. We're still, they're working on it. They've got it, right? But they're not ready to announce it. Maybe next year? I don't know. I don't think they're going to announce anything. But here's how it's going to go for Microsoft, in my opinion, all right? Let's see if I'm right or wrong. Um, I think they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna talk about some new studios that they may have acquired, maybe some new franchises that they have purchased that we don't know about yet, kind of under under wraps um they have been buying a lot of uh, studios this last year if you remember you know kind of like ea's been kind of swooping in and buying up a bunch of studios well microsoft has as well will we hear about more of these studios i think so i think we will because microsoft i want them to i think that they will because they're going to come out and say xbox is the best place to play games period and those they'll, they'll they'll use that saying and they will show all these studios that they bought and all these games that are going to be coming out. 
all right, for this this year and next year. Now, <clears throat> are we going to get that new Xbox announcement? <sighs> That's the big question. I don't think again. I don't think they're ready to announce, so I don't think we will. But I could be completely wrong, and if I am completely wrong, and they do want to bring up their next system, I think they're going to do it either one of two ways. One, they're going to do what we've seen in the past, where they're going to just be like, lift up the fucking curtain, you know, unveil the bride, and it's going to be like, boom, here's the new Xbox 720. Here it is. Boom. It just hit us with it. Like, we did not fucking expect it. We didn't see it coming. Or they really will keep it under wraps and they'll give us the teaser route and they'll play like a little stupid teaser trailer with like a bunch of idiots on the couch. Like, Oh wow. I love this game. And then it's like Xbox 720, the best place to play games. It'll be some shit like that. It'll be super vague. They won't show the console. They'll just show like maybe the name. It'll be just like Xbox. I'm just saying 720 cause it's funny and it's not going to be the name, but you know what I mean? Like the next system, like boom, that will be it. I think that's what it's going to be. Um, and again, my final thought on Microsoft is that they, I think they feel heavy pressure. And yeah, they have the new Halo, uh, what's it called, Infinite or something coming out? Or the Halo collection. Uh, I mean, they announced that. That's coming out on PC as well, which is great. But um, and sure, they're going to have, they're probably going to have a bunch of games. But again, we're here, we're here to talk about what the next version, the next console is, folks. Let's not forget that because we're at the time when this shit comes out, but it's, it's like flip flopped. I don't know, man, we're in this weird, we're in this weird gray area. And I mean, I'll talk about Nintendo again, but Nintendo's in this gray area where the switch is finally doing good. So what the fuck are they going to do? Announce a new one. Originally we thought, yes, I think no. And I'll tell you why later. All right. So that's what I got about uh, the Microsoft. I hope that that answers some of your questions. I think they're going to either do us, they're either going to do us right they're going to do, or they're going to do us real dirty. They're either going to come right out and say it or they're going to tease us with it. We'll see how it plays out. What about you, Sony? What's going on with you? Well, we already know what's going on with you. And this one, to be honest, I don't have a whole lot to say about Sony because I think it's going to be focused mostly about two things. It's going to be PS5, mostly PS5. Probably half the event will be PS5. And then the other is going to be the games that are going to be on it. And then it's also going to be about all the games that are backwards compatible with PS5, maybe, and um, uh, that will be also available on PS4, right? So I think that's going to be it. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, I mean, we've already got the leaks, and we've already got the confirmation from Sony directly about the PS5. So we know it's a real thing. We know it's coming, and I think that's smart. Uh, Sony, and remember, Sony isn't actually going to be at E3 this year. They backed out. Yeah, Square Enix took their time slot this year. So Sony, they're like, yeah, fuck going out there. We're going to do our own press event. We're going to do our own Nintendo Direct style, right? And to be honest, it kind of makes sense. Um, a financial side, you know, for a business, I mean, it costs hundreds of thousands, if not sometimes millions for these companies to go out and do these events for a week. It's crazy money to do it. So Sony's like, oh, no, we're going to just fucking save our money and do our own event and stream it live like Nintendo does. I, I get it. I get it. It's very, it's very uh, useful, beneficial. I think it works. I think it really, really works. Uh, but I do think that they're going to go more in depth on their PS5 
And I think they're. I think this is the time for them to come out and showcase what it has to offer. This is the time, and I hope that they do. I think that they will, because we're we're gonna get it what next year. So I think now is the time. That's enough time for hype, and hopefully we can jump onto that PS5 bandwagon. Um, I have a thought on this, and this is just my own opinion. I feel like Sony may may focus the PS5 a little bit more surrounding community and integration into the home. And I don't know why I feel this way. I just feel like I feel like Sony has always been lackluster with this. I feel like they've always been behind the times when it comes to this. Remember 360? Remember 360 dashboard? Wasn't that amazing? It was amazing. I love it. And like Xbox One's dashboard, not that great, even though it's trying to be integrated more. Like the 360 dashboard was fantastic. But the point is, is that it's it, they're trying to integrate a little bit more and more into the home. And I feel like Sony hasn't really done that at all. So if they if they want to get involved with this, what we call a smart house or connected house uh, or home, apartment, whatever have you, which we live in now, I feel like they should... They should write software that is more catered towards a connected home. I mean, when you think about that for a second, it makes a lot of sense. Don't you want that console to be like the hub, the gaming center, or the entertainment center? That's what Xbox One was supposed to be. Sports, 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 Call of Duty. Sports, sports, right? That's what it was supposed to be. Well, didn't really turn out that way. So I don't know. That's just my thoughts. I think Sony might. I think Sony might be doing that. I mean, for Christ's sake, they're Sony. They've been around forever. They've been around our. They've been around us forever. They can do it. They can do it. So yeah. Anyway, and then with them skipping E3, that also shows that one, they want to just do it on their own terms and save money. But two, that also means that they may not have a whole lot to announce. That's something that we don't talk about, but that might be the case as well. They don't have a lot of exclusives. Or enough time to put together for like a two-hour show or something. Yeah, we're not spending money on E3. We're going to spend it on our studios. Go buy a couple more studios. Put together another game. Pay some uh, employees, you know? Pay some paychecks. How about that? I'm all right with that. But I'm excited for PS5. I'm excited for C... Let me tell you what I'm really excited for on, on PlayStation side of things. I'm excited for PlayStation 5 VR, buddy. Yes. I want in on that shit. The homie John let me borrow uh, Chancho. He let me borrow the fucking PS VR for the uh, PS4, and I love it. But I see, I see where it wants to be, and I see where it's not at. And you know, I see the low res, and you know, it's it's not too convoluted. Like, and it's pretty comfortable. It's not bad, honestly. I give him a lot of credit. It's pretty nice, pretty quick and easy to set up. But man, to do it right. Like, let me tell you, I want one on PC really fucking bad. I want that I want that new Steam one, or I want, like, the new high-end Oculus. Whatever the ones are that do, like, just everything, I fucking want it because it's so cool. It's so fun. And I've never experienced that at home before. The last time I stuck my head in a mask, it was in Virtual Boy. You know, so let's just, you know, let's just go from there. Last time I stuck my head through a hole was at the glory hole down there by the sugar shack. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, you know, come on, you know. Bruh. All right, Nintendo, you're up. What about you for E3 2019? 
Yeah, we got some stuff to talk about there. Uh, Nintendo. Uh, and again, is uh, the website's already live, right? So they announced this a few weeks ago that they're launching their own E3 announcement website, which is kind of a, a, an all-in-one hub for anything Nintendo and E3 related. Um, March 31st is when they launched that, actually. Uh, E3.Nintendo.com is the website, so go bookmark that and check it out. June 11th at 9 a.m. Pacific and 12 p.m. Eastern. That's when the event is going to go live for Nintendo. And here are some things that we already know, just to kind of recap, uh, that they say this on their site as well. They're going to be showcasing new and upcoming tournaments and events. Then they have three, in fact, really cool events. Now, here are three super strong, groundbreaking games that they are now doing tournaments in esports style with. Obviously, Smash Bros. Ultimate World Championships 2019. Super Mario Maker 2 Invitational 2019, obviously brand new. And um, they're doing a Splatoon 2 World Championship, which is really, really cool. So three games, Splatoon, Smash, and Mario Maker 2. Steffi, let me smash. This is way cool. Uh, of course, their Treehouse event will be live during that time, too. The Treehouse event is where they have those, you know, all those homies, they get together and they they play demos. They kind of showcase some games. They talk a little bit about them. Uh, and, you know, they kind of get hands-on. Kind of get hands-on, which is really cool. Um, so that will all be streamed live on that website as well. For this year, I feel... I don't really feel that we're going to get necessarily a console uh, release, right? I feel like we're going to be getting games, 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 games. They're going to be focusing on that. Why? Well, I talked about it a little bit earlier, but do you guys remember about a year and a half ago? This is really fascinating. Think about this. Do you remember a year and a half ago when we were watching uh, Nintendo Directs and E3 stuff? Do you remember what it was primarily focused on for Nintendo, where their model was at, where they were putting a lot of the focus? Do you remember? Yeah, that's right. It was on 3DS. It was on their fucking DS handheld. Because that really, the DS has been their bread and butter for a long time. Handheld, they're the kings of handheld market. Right, they have the biggest, they have the biggest stake on the grill as far as handhelds are concerned. That's Nintendo. They always have, with the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance and DS and all that. It's fantastic. So now, though, when you start looking at this Nintendo Direct, what's happening? It's shifting. It's shifting over to like uh, DS, 3DS. Yeah, no, not really, but Switch. And why do you think that is? You don't really put it together until you actually break it down. That's why I'm trying to break this down. Folks, the Nintendo Switch is a fucking handheld. <laughs> and in fact, it's one of the best handhelds they've ever made. It's great. It features everything you want it to. It's everything the Wii U wasn't, right? And that you wanted it to do. I couldn't even walk to the kitchen to scratch my nuts and get a beer out of the fridge. I come back and the thing is fucking disconnected. The Bluetooth won't connect to it. It's not even that anymore, man. It's just the Switch. It's got it all. And it's handheld. And it's high def. It's got great, well, decent sound in handheld mode. It's got a kickstand. It's got the Joy-Cons. It's got the analog controls, the triggers. You know, you can play online. You have, you're connected. It's pretty amazing. So the shift is happening. The tides are now turning. It's changing. So, I mean... 
the thing is, is that now we have a lot of games to play with on Switch. Back a few years ago when it came out, we didn't really. It was pretty lackluster. And you remember the first year it came out, right? It was really rough. Really, really rough. Like I said, you couldn't even go, like, you could go in and find a Switch, but like, most people, like, they didn't buy it. And if they did, they were early adopters and they're kind of like, well, I guess I like, play Mario. You know? Like, what the fuck? I'll play Mario, but I'm not going to buy a new system for it. But now there's games, of course, in a lot with the independents, the Nindies. Um, so, yeah, that's really fascinating. So, to, to recap, I don't think they're going to announce, like, a new Switch model. That was rumored, and I feel like, at first I thought yes. I feel like, yo, yeah, hell yeah, that makes sense. Why wouldn't they? They've done that with all their other systems, right? Yeah, they have. But I don't think they're going to this time. And I say this because, one, do they really need to? No, they don't really need to. There's no real reason to do so. And, two, I think we're going to get a bundle if anything, a bundle at best. If it's going to be anything, they're going to announce a Switch system with included these two games, maybe an extra Joy-Con for like 300 bucks or 350 or I don't know, something, right? They just they don't need to release a new system just yet because the system is now taking off. Finally. I know some may argue like, "Well, then now's the now's a great time to do it because it is taking off. Like now's the time to do it. Do it." I don't think they will. I don't know. I mean, it made sense at first, but I really don't think they will. Um, what do you guys think? Do you have an opinion on that? Do you think they're going to announce a new? I don't, I don't doubt. I don't doubt for one second that they're going to be like, this is the Switch Mini or something. Or this, it's the Switch version 2. Like, it's more powerful. It's the, it's the, the you know, the, the Mario edition or I don't know, something. Like, it's more powerful. It's got a higher res screen or uh, I don't know. Who knows? But uh, I don't think they're going to announce a uh, a new system. I do think they're going to talk about a fucking shit ton of games, though. Anticipated games that I think are going to be happening, and I hope they're going to be happening. Metroid Prime Four. Remember this. Hopefully, we see we uh, see some info on the new Metroid stuff. Um, Metroid Prime Four went through some serious drama, if you guys remember. Um, it was in development for a long time. They ended up not being very happy with the results, not being happy with the uh, quality that the game was turning out to be <laughs> and scrapped it completely and got rid of the entire team that were behind it. That's fucking hardcore. Uh, they enlisted Retro Studios to uh, jump in, uh, saddle up, and start over and create Metroid Prime 4. And so that was last year we heard about that, which is great. Retro Studios is amazing. They've done a ton of stuff for Nintendo. They're incredible. So hopefully, hopefully, we hear some news on Metroid Prime 4. I think we might. Maybe some rumblings. This is good news. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield is, uh, is, has been out there, talked about, and hopefully people are saying that hopefully there's a demo. There should be a demo at E3, So, which means, if you, even though we're not there, we'll be able to see footage of it and hopefully give a better idea of what is in store for that game. Of course, Super Mario Maker 2 has already been discussed earlier, but that will be there as well. I'm excited to see more of that. And possibly Luigi's Mansion 3, not sure. I don't know about the, that's not the real title, but the next installment of Luigi's Mansion. 
hopefully is coming. They said it would ha it has a 2019 release. Well, according to my watch, we're getting close to halfway through the year, so I think now is a really good time to start promoting that. I think we'll see some stuff here at E3. Uh, maybe new Bayonetta? I don't know. There's no official word or anything on that. I just have a feeling that, you know, she's been quiet for a little bit. Maybe it's time to, you know, throw her a bone. <clears throat> Excuse me. I got something in my throat. <clears> throat> uh, boner. Burn. Uh, what else do we have here? What else am I thinking about? Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening, the remake. Oh, that's right. We talked about that. Uh, that was an origi originally a Game Boy game, and I, it looks tons of fun. In fact, I'm really excited for this one because I never played it on Game Boy. Yes, I know. I know. I never played it. Unless surprising. Maybe not surprising. But getting it in kind of a, a full like HD remake with color. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to that one. And the big one, the big one, the big uh, brown note, the big banooch in the diaper the one that we've been talking about, the one that everyone's been talking about, the one that you better fucking announce, Nintendo. Animal droppings. Give us the new animal droppings. I feel like that is going to be the showstopper. It will be said at the end, and they're going to show gameplay of it, and they're going to show demos of it, and they're going to be playing and talking about it, and it's going to fucking star stud E3 in 2019. Nintendo, give us proper town visiting towns online like you did on the Wii. Don't fuck this up. And those are my predictions for E3 2019. Uh, Netflix and E3. Yeah, so there's a little bit more on E3 uh, in regards to Netflix. Uh, they're excited about E3, but why? Evidently, in a Twitter exchange, they had with E3, they asked if they could host a panel called Bringing Your Favorite Shows to Life. Developing Netflix originals into video games. Oh, boy. And it seemed like they are looking at getting into making video games and movies. Maybe original shows. Maybe like a series. We don't know just yet. Um, I do know that they are coming out with, um, with one for Stranger Things. So that's slated to be like July or August, something like that. Um, so what do you think about that? Netflix making TV shows or movies based on video games or maybe video game franchises. What do you think? Would you, what would you want to see? Or what do you think that they thought about? Personally, I'm, I'm looking forward to Fuller House. <laughs> it's called the fullest house. <laughs> Dude, it's a tie-in with Heine House. Fuck, man. It's a tie-in. We could do it. Fullest house. <laughs> Damn, that's a full house. It's the fullest house on the block. <laughs> I love it. Hey, how about we move on and do some tech news? Yeah. What, what, oh, fuck. I don't even know what the fuck I'm reading. I don't even know what the fuck I'm reading. Oh, my gosh. So Intel and Mac have an issue that's been going on on some of the new Macs. Uh, Intel has come out and said that they have four new exploits named Zombie Load that ma makes every one of their chips that they've made since 2011 vulnerable to attacks. Holy shit. That's big news, folks. Zombie Load sounds like a porno name <clears throat> for Halloween time. Relax. It's for Halloween time. Uh, it's described as a CPU... 
Uh, it's just basically a processor exploit. Uh, the zombie load attack resurrects your pr uh, private browsing uh, and other sensitive data. It allows uh, to leak information from other applications, the operating system, virtual machines, in the cloud, <laughs> and trusted environments. Whoa. So it takes control of your fucking private browsing history and other data and leaks that information? That's a pretty fucking terrible, if you think about it. Um, article here, it says that it's not malicious code that needs to be implemented into your system. It's, it actually takes advantage of a design flaw that all the chips have installed. Wow. Holy shit. Uh, there hasn't been any news yet of this being used maliciously, but it's still probably a good idea to update your computer with the latest patch. Just be aware that your performance may drop by three to nine percent. All right. So I, I was reading up on this and evidently it's something to do with it. Thread ripping or um, uh, hyper threading or whatever they're using in there. Some sort of uh, architecture in there. But I don't know for sure. I may be totally wrong, but that's interesting. That's really interesting and scary if you think about it. From 2011? Holy fuck. Almost 10 years? Almost 10 years ago? That's crazy. So, uh, yeah, go look that up. If you have if you have a, a Mac, which a lot of people do, go, go uh, do a little research. See if you can get an update from Intel. Um, I'm on a... This, my soundboard is a MacBook from 2008 so eh, off the list and my iMac behind me here is from 2010 eh, off the list so I'm I'm okay but just just by a little bit it's fucking crazy what the fuck is Adobe doing I'll tell you what they're doing they're gonna sue your ass they're gonna sue your ass at a bank baby well only if you're using the old version of Adobe's creative cloud so evidently, you're no longer allowed to use the older versions of the software. And some people, they've posted them online, they've shown them, have uh, been receiving letters from Adobe saying that they are no longer authorized to use that software. Holy shit. Adobe says, and I quote, We have recently discontinued certain older versions of creative cloud applications. And a result, under the terms of our agreement, you are no longer licensed to use them. Please be aware that should you continue to use the discontinued versions, you may be at risk of potential claims of infringement by third parties. What the fuck? That's crazy. And again, I'm going to go ahead and just say this again. And I feel like it's a repeating theme that I say every time I have an episode is that when you have a service, you pay for a service, you're not actually paying for something that you own. You're paying for a license. You're paying for the right to use that software. This is the biggest problem that I have is in today's world, when you buy something or you subscribe to something or you're a part of a service or a, a monthly fee, you don't actually own any of that. You're just fucking paying for the right to use it, a license. And whenever they change their license, whenever they change rules or a license expires or, or they change their software or, or they fucking discontinue it because they want to up a fortune upgrade to the new one, you know, whenever they decide that they want to fucking take all the eggs in the basket and just dump them out and then close it back up and then here you go deal with it. As soon as that happens, you have no choice. You have no recourse. You have to deal with that. And that's what I hate about it. 
I got a, I got this I, again right behind me. I got this old ass iMac it's from 2010, and I'm running Pro Tools 12 on it. Pro Tools is now going to subscription based service as well, and I'm like, fuck that, dude. The new the new Pro Tools won't even run on this fucking thing. So it's like, I'm not even gonna upgrade. I'm not going there. I'm gonna keep this for as long as I can because I own it. Back in the day, I paid a lot of money to get this version and get it running, and it's a, it's a solid machine for the most part. So, I just, I don't know, man. This is fucking crazy. Adobe, same thing. Like, dude, everyone uses Adobe Photoshop and Premiere and Illustrator and all these great programs. It's like, dude, can you imagine spending like five, six, seven years working on your craft, working on a program, figuring it out, getting it going? And all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, you can't use it anymore. Fuck right off. That's just bullshit. Uh, Adobe doesn't say why. They need to do this, but there was a copyright lawsuit that was filed by Dolby, which is the, uh, that's an audio company who do surround sound and um, audio encoding. Uh, there was a, a, a lawsuit filed by them last year. Uh, Adobe shifted to a subscription-based service, uh, completely garbage, I think, but uh, instead of selling the software outright like they used to do. Uh, Dolby's lawsuit, just a little backstory on this one, Dolby's lawsuit accused Adobe of copyright violations related to how the licensing cost Adobe paid uh, to Dolby would be calculated under this new model. This is really fucked up. So they're basically saying, like, hey, you're using Adol yeah, Dolby shit, and uh, we're not getting our fair share or fair cut, and uh, we want our cut now. And there's probably a lot of money, too. Um, again, this is just bullshit going back and forth between huge companies, and in the end, it's us, the customers, the... The content creators who uh, get fucked over. Always. Always get fucked over. I'm making sure my screen sharing is on here on my iPad because I'm going to show you guys a picture of something that's coming up here. HP HP released a mouse pad slash charger and a wireless mouse combo. Think about this, which is actually really interesting. I, I kind of like the, the sound of this. For those of you who like gaming with a wireless mouse, that's not me, but a lot of people are, uh, HP has come out with a wireless mouse, Omen Photon, and a mouse pad, Omen Outpost, that will charge it. The Photon and the Outpost both support QI wireless charging. Let me get my, my mouth together here. Got cotton mouth. Hmm. So you have a mouse on a mouse pad, and then um, when you're done using your mouse, I guess you turn it into charge mode or off, and it charges. The mouse pad is a fucking wireless charge pad. That's dope. I never really thought of that. It's pretty cool. It's a really great concept. Um, you can dock the Photon mouse um, or your phone, for that matter, on the charging area, the top of the battery, um, and it will top it off. How about that? Photon's low latency sensor promises a 0.2 millisecond response time launching in July, starting at 130 for the Photon and 100 for the Outpost. What? So 230 plus tax for the whole fucking thing? Bruh. It's too expensive, homie. Let me zoom in on this. Switch to my, switch to my thing danger here. Which, which one is it? There it is. There it is. So as you can see, first of all, it looks fucking dope. I love the way that looks. 
just is for people who can't see it. It's just a, it's a, a kind of you know a black mouse pad, and the top has this little like I don't know maybe three inch by twelve inch section of charging area up there. It looks like, and it has this red strip all around the base that lights up on the ground or the table that it's sitting on. It looks really nice, real sharp. But two hundred and thirty bucks, brah? You really? Dude, that's 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 out of my uh, out of my price range. That is a little little much for me. But hey, you never know. Now you never know, Shani. You never know, Shani. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to present to you something that uh, is kind of crazy. I know you're wondering if you were sitting there at the beginning of the show and you said to yourself, "Wait a minute, what the fuck are you talking about? A laptop that's selling." For a fucking shit ton of money. What are you talking about? Well, now I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to scroll up to the top here. and I'm going to share my screen. Oh, let me refresh it. <clears throat> the persistence of chaos. Ladies and gentlemen, the persistence of chaos. Flip this on over. This is an AirGap Samsung laptop, 10-inch, blue notebook, 2008, has Windows XP Service Pack 3 installed on it, all right? This laptop has six pieces of malware, all right? This malware was responsible for billions of dollars of loss throughout the 2000s. And even the 90s, to be honest. And it is installed on this laptop that you see here on your screen. And they kind of have it there quarantined. Right? They're showing it. And it's running all of these programs. Right? And they have it in a, a specific way. that They can't connect it to the internet so that it can't get out and it can't fuck over the world again. Look at that. Financial damages totaling $95 billion. Isolated an air gap to prevent against the spread of malware. It has these pieces of malware installed. The I love you virus. Distributed. I'll, I'll go ahead and just read them. We got some time. I'll go ahead and read them all for you. This is very fascinating. There's never ever been uh, a laptop or computer with all of these installed and working and running before. This is huge. This is really a piece of uh, um, computer history and, and internet history, to be honest. It should be in, like in an internet museum somewhere. Uh, the malware, they have the I love you. I love you virus distributed via email and file sharing affected 500,000 plus systems and caused $15 billion in damages total. With $5.5 billion in damages being caused in the first week. I love you. It also has the malware MyDoom. MyDoom, potentially commissioned by Russian email spammers, is one of the fastest spreading worms. It's projected that the virus caused $38 billion in damages. That is the MyDoom virus. Next one it has installed on here is called So Big. So Big. Uh, so Big was a worm and Trojan that circulated through emails as viral spam. Piece of malware could copy files, email itself to others, 
and could damage computer software and hardware. That's fucking brutal. When it damages hardware, that's a whole other thing, man. This piece of malware caused $37 billion in damages and affected hundreds of thousands of PCs. Next one it has installed is WannaCry. WannaCry was an extremely... What is that? Vir virtue Lent? I don't even know. It's ransomware. I can't read it. Ransomware crypto worm that also set up backdoors on systems. This is really scary when it does this. The attack affected 200,000 plus computers across 150 countries, and it caused the NHS 100 million in damages with further totals accumulating close to 4 billion. It's crazy. Dark Tequila is also installed on this machine. Sophisticated and evasive piece of malware that targeted users mainly in Latin America. Dark Tequila stole bank credentials, corporate data, even when offline. Holy shit. Dark Tequila costed millions in damages across many users. That's really horrible. And the last one that has installed on here is Black Energy. Black Energy uses two sophisticated rootkit process injection techniques, robust encryption, and a modular architecture known as Dropper. Black Energy was used in a cyber attack that prompted a large-scale blackout in, in the Ukraine in December 2015. Kind of recent. That's crazy, man. It's crazy. Here's pictures of it down here. I'll show actual real pictures of the laptop, as you can see. Look at that thing, man. It's a beast laptop. Look how thick it is. It's a big one. It's a big one. So if you want to place a bid, go right ahead. Let me just zoom in on that. Just zoom in on that number. That's what it's currently at. $763,601. Well, for whatever reason, I'm in the wrong business. All right? Because if I had $700,000 to bid on a fucking laptop, I don't know what I'd do with myself. And granted, I'm just, I'm just making jokes. It's not any laptop. This is probably the most prolific internet uh, virus... Malware, Trojan computer in the world. I mean, this is it. This, this, is, this caused so much. And it's crazy to actually get them all together working on, on a system. That's insane. Just insane. And it's kind of scary when you think about it. Let's go and zoom back up here. There it is. You can see it. They got the webcam up there so you can see it. Just there, hanging out. Doing its thing. Yeah, fantastic stuff right there. Crazy. What is the world coming to, huh? What is the world coming to? Hey, are you going to bid on it? Let me know if you're going to bid on it. <laughs> Just kidding. Insane shit, mate. Hey, uh, we're going to hop on over to Discord because we're going to do our community event. We've wrapped up another great week of community events. And um, we're going to show off some stuff that's been happening over there on Discord. Again, if you want to take part, and I encourage you all to do so. I'd love to have you. All you need to do is go to my website, heinyhouse.com. At the top of the page, you're going to see a Discord logo. Hey, join Discord. Click that bitch. And come on in. Water is good. And I'm going to go ahead and scroll up to the top here. Pop back over to my cam. 
because as you can see, here we are, see the Heine house, right? You can come on into the podcast chat section here. We've got chat room where it's, you know, general chat of stuff. Well, we'll scroll back up here, see if there's anything in there. But yeah, you know, there's some stuff, people talking, people talking, my music video, you know, there's some updates, stuff that's going on. But uh, the podcast chat is directly for the show here. All right, so I made a channel just for it. Um, and we were talking about all kinds of fun stuff. I'm going to scroll back up here because last episode we talked about mouse. There's the mice. Here we are welcoming Raging Bull. Okay. And then we have um, the homie Alice here. He wanted to post a few things here to talk about his, uh, look at his collection. Oh my goodness. What a collection. We're going to show it off. Why not? We're in here. Uh, we're talking about Darius and he's got tons of really great games. Look at that. Gunbird, Sega Saturn. Wow, you got quite a Saturn collection, dude. Nice. When can I get the invite to come over and play some of the stuff? Looks very nice. Um, and then the hashtag was uh, Saturn because it was a Sega Saturn's birthday. And so he uh, posted some stuff here. And sorry for the rotation. He said he doesn't know why that is. You know, cameras are fucked. But look at those cool sticks. And look at that. I love this one because look, it says the black one. It says Hori at the top. Like in the old school Hori logo. So nice. Ah, so cool. Sega Saturn. What is this one? I don't know what that is. That's really cool. It's like a trackball or something. Some sort of input device. Very cool. And then, of course, he posted a picture. Thank you for doing this, Alice. Really appreciate your post on here. Sega Saturn. We'll zoom in here and take a look at all these. Very nice. You got a couple of six buttons over there. And you have the 3D, the analog controller right here in the middle. This thing's fantastic. In the US, it was sold with Knights into Dreams. So it would come, it came with that game. And uh, yeah, great controller. Great controller. I actually really like it in white. Thank you, sir, for posting that. Mr. Hambone, he wants me to get in there and play some some games. Yeah, people were talking about Tetris. We talked about Tetris 99 last time and how it was just a great hit. Everyone loves it. There's the homie Digital Rhino coming through talking about some of his Saturn PlayStation memories. You can also talk about some memories. Absolutely. Talk about some of your history, what you got there. The good old Saturn controller. Look at that. You know, I really like that controller. I thought the, the shoulder buttons were weird. They didn't really click right to me. They were really shallow. But they worked, and they are functional. I do like the six face buttons like that. It was great for fighting games, for sure. Uh, and then he also posted a great audio uh, quiz on there. Go take that if you guys haven't already. It's a lot of fun. You can uh, listen to three different audio bits. One's 128 kilobits, one's a 320 kilobit MP3, and one is a full wave, uncompressed version. And then you vote on what you feel is the highest quality and that will give you a fucking mind fuck because MP3s, the encoding has gotten so good now. It's really difficult to tell the difference in some cases. And then I did mine down there. As you see, I got three out of six. It wasn't until I actually put on my, my nice headphones to monitor that I could hear the difference. On speakers, my computer speakers could not hear the difference at all. So there's like no way I could hear that. So yeah, there it is, Discord. And thanks for taking part, everyone. Thanks for being in there. You know, um... I don't know. What do you want to talk about in there? I didn't even think about a community event for this year or for the, this episode. Maybe E3. I mean, E3 is coming up. Maybe hashtag E3 2019. I don't know. 
I think that'll work. Let's do that because uh, that is coming up. And I gave my predictions. I want to hear your predictions. Let's talk about it. And then, um, I don't know, maybe just throw a fun picture in there too, just for the hell of it. Something we can show on the, uh, something we can show on the show for the next show. How about that? That'd be a lot of fun. All right. I think that's it. I think that's all we got folks. Good stuff. Picking them up, laying them down. Good stuff here. Let me go ahead to the end of my doc and make sure I got everything. And that we're on, on par here. Of course, folks, I appreciate all of you so much. Thank you to all the patrons. And thank you to the Young Dolphin, Raging Bull, for joining in. And uh, thanks to everyone for listening. If you're online watching the video feed or if you're listening in the audio feed, I really appreciate that. You know, you can also ask your smart devices at home to play the most recent episode of Heine House Live, and it will. And you know what? You can also ask it to play my new song. Just say, hey, smart device, play Jason Heine, breathe, and it will play it. How about that? Pretty cool. Give it a shot. Give it a try. And, and of course, I appreciate all your support and love. And I hope you have a fantastic week in gaming and tech. Listen to some good tunes. Geek out for a bit. And uh, catch up with us online at Heine House. See you guys later. Love you. That's all for this episode of Heine House Live. Thank you all so much for being here. This podcast is directly supported and funded by your generous pledges given on Patreon. You know, and if you're sitting there like, hey, you know, thanks, Jay. I appreciate that. You know, I had a good time. You know, this was a good date. We had a, we had a nice, nice sesh here. Maybe he had a little giggle. You know, maybe he had a little tickle. You know, if you felt a little something, something, had a good laugh, cracked a little smile, you know, swing on by Patreon. Just come on in. You don't even need reservations. It's, it's always open for you. Ready to go. Just come on by. Got a bunch of exclusive content, music, all kinds of stuff there for you. And of course, how about social media? If you're on the interwebs, maybe you're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you can find me at handle at Heine House. And lastly, of course, audio questions. Please get those going. Get on the horn. You know, get on the the bullhorn. Maybe you want to get on the string and cup. And maybe you got a talk boy. Maybe you want to submit that to me via talk boy. That would be fantastic. Bust out the cassettes. Submit those audio questions via email. HeineHouseLive at gmail.com. And of course, the real-time community chat can be found in our Discord server where the party never ends. It continues all night long. HeineHouse.com. See y'all in the next one. Bye now.